1: The cat sat on the Folks, welcome in to our Friday edition of the OBR Newswire podcast. I am your host again for the last time this week, uh, Jared Mueller, as Jake Burns is away uh, and handling his family business and having a good time, it seems like. Uh, But welcome in uh, to this Friday edition due to my failure in planning. We're getting this out in the afternoon, but that's okay because that gives you all weekend, including this long Labor Day weekend, for you to listen uh, to myself and my guest today, Stephen Thomas. Um, one of the funniest but also uh, most knowledgeable guests that we could ever have on here. That combination is rare. Someone who is funny normally isn't knowledgeable, and someone who is knowledgeable isn't really funny, and I'm neither. But um, before we get to Stephen, um, it is uh, a little bit after lunchtime for most of us, uh, so we've got to talk about food, though. DoorDash, you've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, some are open, uh, they are still open for delivery with DoorDash. So DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safe outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle. Finally got that one right, folks. Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. But many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. That's probably what me and my wife are going to do tonight. So call to action. Right now, Right now, our listeners get a $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE, that's one word, BLUEWIRE, this is me calling you to action, that's $5 off your first order, and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's BLUEWIRE, one word, for $5 off your first order and no delivery fees. So before I bring Steven in, have a little fun sounder thing that I created. And so uh, before I bring him in...
0: I just want a bicycle! Why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown! Got your mail, funny guy
1: in it. and with that folks, I have Stephen Thomas, the <laughs> funny man. what do you got for me?
0: <laughs> well, nothing now <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good to be here thanks for uh thanks for having me on this is uh as you know, we've been online friends for a few years now uh in Brown's Twitter. This is one of my favorite weeks of the year just because there's so much to keep track of and and so many things that could happen, roster Bubble week is always uh is always exciting around uh, around Browns Twitter so I'm happy to be here with you on this particular day
1: yeah absolutely. and I think that's one of the things that has always impressed me, Stephen about you is that mm-hmm. you know everybody knows about the first and second round guys, but there are random names like you just put somebody up on twitter uh that that's gonna be released, and i, I in my brain, I'm like, I may have heard of that name i <laughs> I'm trying to click it together and and I'm sure if I wanted to ask you about that specific player uh maybe you would have some information where Just the depth of your, the depth and breadth of your knowledge about some of these players is just always really impressive. But, uh, first we got to talk, you know, we're 24 hours out from the Browns trading a fifth round pick, uh, for what seems to be their new starting safety in Harrison. Just give me your thoughts on, on Harrison now before he came out. Just give me your thoughts on the Browns bringing in, uh, the former Alabama standout.
0: Well, first of all, let me just say that was one of the nicest ways anyone has ever told me that I need to get a life. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I do I do know a lot about these, these fringe guys because I have nothing else to do. You apparently have friends and people that want to talk to you, which, you know, that cuts into your research time. Luckily, I don't have that. But uh, <laughs> getting back to, uh, to Ronnie Harrison, I mean... It's a no-brainer of a move at that price. I had seen uh, a couple of days ago, um, and, and I, I put it in the update on the Roster Bubble article on the OBR uh, that I've been sort of updating throughout the week as different names cross the wire, that uh, Harrison was, I can't remember if they said in trouble or could be released or some, something in those lines. And I thought to myself, well, if you're going through a rebuild, the guys on their rookie contract are not the guys <laughs> that you dump. that the, so it didn't really like like him and Taven Brian, these are guys that would interest me from that roster. Um, but they're both on their rookie contract, so I, I was I didn't really pay it a lot of mind. But for the for a midday three pick, even if I mean, let's just say he's average for the next two years. He provides you, you know, he eats snaps and he doesn't do anything great, but he doesn't do anything wrong, and he's just sort of a placeholder for the next two years on his on his rookie contract that's totally worth it. That's completely worth a fifth. Now, I think he could be more than that, but if that's all you get out of giving up a mid-day three pick, completely worth it. Totally worth it for a guy on that cheap of a contract, um, especially with what we think is coming cap-wise next year. So if he grows into something like he can, um, and his athletic profile, and things that people have said about his instincts, and the way he sees the game, and how he communicated with Nick Staben when he was at Alabama. I mean, these are all good things that you think the guy could grow into something tremendous alongside Grant Delpit. But uh, even if he doesn't, how do you not make that move when you have extra picks next year and it's a day three pick? I mean, how many fifth round picks do you get that kind of production out of on a regular basis anyway in a, in a position room? That has a lot of question marks. Even more with Grant Delpit going down, I, it's an absolute no-brainer of a move. I love, I love what Andrew Berry did yesterday.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, you talk about a fifth-round pick and just that reminder that the Browns already had an extra fifth-round pick. Yeah. They have an extra third and fourth still. I think um, one of the things that was interesting about uh, earlier this afternoon, uh, Greg Gabriel, uh, who used to work in the NFL, uh, said he's been talking to some NFL scouts, and the rules are very different for scouts this year. They're not allowed to make school calls, which means just go to the schools or go to practices. So they can go to games if the school allows them. But besides that, scouts are going to have a lot less information to go off of. And so when you have a former third-round pick that you can get for two more seasons, so has starting experience, in a draft where fifth-round picks are going to be more and more difficult to have enough information on right. and, and all of that, I just think it, it makes so much sense. And, and even for next year, as I think about the idea of, and again, this is you know pie in the sky, but the idea of... Delpit, Harrison, and a re-signed Carl Joseph who stays healthy somehow this season and doesn't just destroy his body. Like, the three of them, um, with Delpit and Harrison being able to fluctuate between free safety and big nickel and, and Carl Joseph... A little bit able to do a lot of that as well, um, but all, all of them just kind of having their abilities, Delpit and Harrison being bigger guys, um, that gives me a lot of excitement. And so for Harrison just to slide in to that big nickel safety role um, with the veteran Sandejo and then Carl Joseph, who's a young veteran as well, I think it just makes a lot of sense. For me, I guess the question I have for you is, um, as you've been doing um, all those different bubble kind of uh, pieces for the OBR, um, we recently see that, obviously, Earl uh, Thomas' release, Ha Ha Clinton Dix uh, just got released, um, and so, and then uh, our, our former friend Der, Demarius Randall got released today as well. When you look at where the safety room is, and the fact that those three guys, in a lot of ways, are, are are closer to pure free safeties, do you see the Browns possibly having any interest, or would you have any interest in any of those guys to kind of come in and be those pure free safety kind of positions, even with the Harrison addition?
0: Well, I mean, a lot of that depends on, like you said before, information that we don't have. We don't know. As from a fan perspective, Sheldrick Redwine is basically the same question mark that he was the day they drafted him. I mean, he didn't get a ton of snaps last year, showed some, showed some flashes, you know. showed some rookie mistakes. You know. But this year, we, have no, we don't even have preseason games uh, to look at. And as much as I have enjoyed the live stream <coughs> of the Browns camp, it's been limited. Uh, in its camera angles. We don't see... I mean, we're basing everything off practice this year, so I I can't see them going after Earl Thomas at this point. I think it's been, what, 10 days or something since he's been released, at least a week, and I think they've made it pretty clear uh, what they think uh, there. Uh, As far as ha-ha goes, maybe. Um, There's a lot of question marks in that defensive back room. Uh, Do they want to bring in another veteran, or do they want to keep... Some of the young guys back there i'm i 'm not sure i could I could see it, but would he want to come to a situation where he 's rotational i 'm um, not sure about that as far as Marius randall goes i just <laughs> i and you know i wasn 't there everybody on twitter you 've seen it they 're talking about oh he 's a cancer and he 's a problem i i wasn 't there i don 't know about that stuff i 'm not going to speak on it, but just from a on field standpoint. Who who does he bump off the roster? I mean, all those names you just listed, uh, is he a significant upgrade, you know, eight days before the first game at M&T Bank Stadium against the defending division champions? Is is he a significant enough upgrade over any of those guys to merit bringing him in? I I don't see how the answer to that is yes from a football standpoint. I mean, he had a good year in 2018, but that appears to be the exception. Uh, if you look over the course of his uh, of his career. So, yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, if they bring in another guy in the safety room, in my opinion, it's going to be someone um, who can uh, contribute on special teams uh, and or do some of that hybrid, uh, you know, like you said, big nickel stuff, whatever the name is for it is this week. Um, <laughs> and I don't think any of those guys are that. So, I, I mean, you never say never, but I would be surprised if any of those three ended up in Cleveland.
1: That makes sense to me. And so, uh, as Stephen just talked about, we are Mm -hmm. just a little over a week away from – from the Browns week one uh, against the Baltimore Ratbirds. And so Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back to the NFL. With the NFL NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus the Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE. Again, all one word, BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code BLUEWIRE. So Stephen, we're we're getting to cut down day um, for OBR subscribers. Uh, we know uh, Lane Atkins has provided us a little bit of information via Barry. So uh, as a subscriber, make sure you go over to Rumor Central just to get an idea of where things stand. But as things stand right now and what we know, uh, you've been really updating us in a lot of ways about people who are on the roster bubble, uh, maybe less about trades but more about possible cuts that could – you know, fit for Cleveland. Is there one or two guys that, you know, if you were uh, in the room with Andrew Barry, that you would pound the table for based on the list that you've been given and understand. And uh, if they are released, are there a couple of guys on that list for you?
0: Um, <clears throat> for me? Well, a lot of these guys would be interesting, but a lot of them, as you would expect, are young guys that you're thinking more about, you know, will they develop over the next couple of years? And, if you're going to grab a guy like that, you're going to try to stash him on the practice squad. So, I mean, you could be in the same situation that the teams waving them now are in. So you might not keep him around. As far as somebody could come in and contribute this year at a position that we all think is still somewhere that they're looking. I'm looking at Cortez Broughton and uh, Michael Dobe in uh, for the Chargers and the Cardinals. Respectively, along that interior defensive line, um, both of those guys had a lot of fans uh, in draft Twitter as day three developmental guys, Broughton had actually had, I think, the better year last year until he, you know, I don't know if he went back in time to middle school, but he <laughs> went down with mononucleosis. Um, was I, he
1: with Sam Darnold?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, maybe they and them and Earl Thomas's brother. No, I'm not. Even <laughs> that one. Um, but uh, he was apparently well.
1: back again.
0: <laughs> uh, before that and has had a good camp but the Chargers and uh Cardinals both uh from everything that I'm reading from the the writers out of the cover those two teams are pretty deep along the interior defensive line and they are both depending on whose 53 projection you read they're last guy in or first guy out type of things you know they would be if it was the Joe Lunardi uh, March Madness bubble thing, they would be in the last four teams in or the first four teams out. So it's something that I would I would definitely keep an eye on because, you know, with Andrew Billings uh, opting out, there is uh, a need for more depth along the interior defensive line there and uh, both of those guys, Broughton especially, if you force me to pick one, it'd probably be Cortez Broughton, is a guy that I think you could absolutely get lightning in a bottle with and can end up being a long-term uh, contributor for the team. As far as the rest of the guys that maybe, you know, they don't come in take a spot right away, but I would definitely be interested in adding them to Cleveland. Uh, um, uh, Derek Tuska in uh, Denver and Tuzar Skipper in Pittsburgh are a couple edge guys that I would really, really like. Um, uh, uh, Saquon Hampton in New Orleans and um, uh, Nigel Warrior in Baltimore, a couple free safety guys that I would love. But, again, these are practice squad-type young players that would have to come in and, and produce on special teams. Those are the guys that I would uh, uh, probably be at the top of my list as far as just waiver claims. Uh, there's a few other people that have been mentioned. You know, Maybe they'll be on the trade block or whatever, uh, but those are so – I mean, like Trent Murphy from the Bills um, or um, uh, somebody mentioned Greg Gaines uh, for, for the Rams, which, again, a young guy on his rookie contract. Why would he be the one that you're trading? But I don't follow the team, so maybe there's another reason for that. That would be a guy I would definitely be interested in. Um so I don't know it, it, the defensive line is still a, a, an area to target in my mind um after adding Harrison yesterday I would be surprised if they were aggressive in a trade for uh, a defensive backfield guy unless it was you know every year we get some of those we we're, we're going to cut this guy you're going to cut that guy neither of us are high on the waiver wire so let's just do a swap you know like mm. a I don't know, maybe somebody at the end of the offensive line room like a Kendall Lamb or something like that uh, for uh, Sidney Jones and Razul Douglas have been mentioned from the Eagles that they could be on their way out. Something like that. Um, but as far as anything high priority, I'd be surprised in the defensive backfield at this point.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So, Stephen, uh, since this is my um, kind of my chance to talk to you, we don't have a clue, right? We we have such little information this year and teams have Holy. such little information um, you know even worse worse than before, um, given what you know, which we don't know a ton, right? Um, but given what you know, what are your expectations for this season as we kind of look to finish up this Friday uh, podcast, what are you what are you thinking? what are you expecting? What would you be surprised by any of those kind of things what are What is your outlook on the season?
0: Uh, I have been more bullish on this season than most uh, for a while. Uh, just because of you know, reasons I've enumerated before you and I have, you and I have had this discussion, uh, with everything that came out about what a just nightmare, uh, the communication and the mood in the locker room and the infighting and everything was last year and the disorganization and, and, and everything else, the fact that they still won six games and should have slash could have won at least three more, probably four, maybe even five you can make a case for, to me speaks to the talent level. Uh, on the team, that they were able to overcome all that those self-inflicted wounds, mm. and still be, you know, competitive. Um, and so this year, they've added to the talent level on both sides of the ball, and from all accounts, have competent, focused coaching and harmony between the front office and the coaching staff. I think that in and of itself turns, you know, at least two of those coulda shoulda games into W's this year. So. I'm looking at nine or ten wins. Now, early in the year, uh, the analytics, the hardcore analytics guys, should probably pregame with a couple of drinks before kickoff because (laughs) this, it's been discussed by people who understand it on a much deeper level than I do, but this offense takes a while to master. Um, It takes, you know, a a month to learn and a lifetime to master. So until they figure out the nuances of the passing part of it, I think they are going to turn back the clock a bit, and rely pretty heavily uh, on those two running backs and the running game, at least for the first month of the season. I could easily be wrong, but that's what I would expect early to, to minimize the, uh, the issues. They also have a pretty tough uh, out-of-the-gates slate here, so I'm expecting uh, stops and starts, uh, kind of a chunky move forward, especially the first half of the year, but assuming health, and no COVID issues and everything else and the progression like we think, uh, I think the second half of the year they're going to be one of the better teams in the league, and they're going to be one of those teams, if they can squeeze out a, uh, a wild card spot, they're going to be that team that nobody wants to play. Um, maybe not a you know, legit contender for the AFC crown, but somebody who can really just annoy the crap out of somebody, and, and if they catch them on the wrong day, win a game or two uh, in the playoffs. I'm expecting nine wins, maybe ten in that range, 11 if the ball bounces correctly. Uh, but I, I think anything, assuming health, I think anything less than at least competing for a wild card spot would be kind, would be a rather big disappointment in my eyes.
1: Yeah, and I'm with you. I think, you know, I value line play so much that, you know, the offensive line seems to be upgraded again. No one can predict for injuries, right? That's always, we can put that caveat out there. Um, and then the defensive line, you know, I I would like another piece. Not having Andrew Billings is the, is the big deal. Um, right. I always want more edge rushers. Like, you know, if a Vinny Curry comes cheap at $2 million, yes. if they cut him, you sent that to me earlier today. Um, but for me, I think, competent, you know, line play, coaching, and quarterback play, those three things, you know, I think the Browns have improved two out of the three, and those two improvements improved the third, which is that quarterback uh, play by Baker Mayfield. So, um, you know, and I think so many people are – are just writing off the AFC because of the Kansas City Chief. And, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Andy Reid is great. But how many games of their playoff games could they have lost, right? And they just right. didn't. You know, they were able to come back. And not that they didn't have skill and everything, but there's a part of that, that that's really difficult to to live on the edge like that all the time. So it's very possible that, you know, they're they're not able to replicate that. And so, you know, yes, I don't think the Browns should be considered Super Bowl contenders. But anything can happen, and so I'm really intrigued by how this season goes. And so I'm with you, Stephen. If they're not uh, competing for a playoff spot, getting hot in the last six, eight weeks, again, injuries, COVID, all that stuff aside, I, I really will be disappointed in the, the season uh, because I think they're, they're not far off, right? Baker mayfield rookie right. year was – Pretty impressive, and there was a lot of turmoil already, and there was some decently bad offensive line play last year. was was a mess, and so this year hopefully we see that bounce back. So, um, you know, and I, so I mean, the real question is, is Stephen, you know, we have our we have our sponsor, Bet Online. You know, how much are we going to bet on it? But the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in the action uh, at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, just like we think the Browns are going to. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Did you like the transition there from our conversation right into that read?
0: That was smooth, man.
1: <laughs> that was
0: absolutely smooth. That was uh That was Al Michaels-esque is what that was.
1: I mean, listen, having multiple screens and having stuff up that you can just kind of spin from one to the other is good. So, Stephen, uh, thank you for coming on today. I was looking forward to talking to you, and I hope you have a good Labor Day weekend. It sounds like you might have some labor in your future, um, but just remember, funny man, I need you to make me a bicycle sometime.
0: Not a problem. (laughs) As long as you don't want it to be safe, I'm your man.
1: Uh, there you go. I don't need it to be safe, um, but if you ever get a chance to watch the YouTube video, uh, the reverse or the backward bicycle, it's a very interesting video about how someone can learn how to do something new, and so that's always something I encourage in my mental health practice. But again, uh, Stephen, thanks for coming on, and for everybody, have a great Labor Day weekend. Please be safe. Please wear your mask. Please be social distanced. We want football. Um, But more importantly, I want everybody to be healthy and continue to come on over to the OBR to listen to the OBR podcast and to have a great life. So please do that. Take care of yourselves. Take care of others. And go Browns.